Coming to you from the foot of the majestic Rocky Mountains, Denver, Colorado, it's the Savage Cast, a Savage Worlds podcast brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Savages. Here are your hosts, Chris Savage Mummy Fox and Christopher Savage Bull Landauer. Savages! Hey everyone, welcome to Back to Savage Cast. We are back, we're not dead. This is Chris the Savage Mommy Fox. Christopher the Savage Bull Landauer. And then David with no savage sober K Garrett. Oh, Dave, we gotta we gotta work on that. We gotta do something about that. Get you some sort of sort of name you can throw in the middle because it just it just doesn't feel right. Or we could just do permanently like you know assign you no sober K Garrett. No savage sober K. <laughs> Yeah, so we've been we've been away for a while. So uh, anybody uh, been doing any any gaming, anything fun? I know I've been uh, running uh, Rift's game, so that's still going going well. God, I haven't rolled dice since Genghis Khan a couple weeks ago. So wow, it's been wow. A, it's been a sad spring. Yeah. How about, I, uh, how, about how about you, Savage Crotch Fruit? <laughs> what I've been doing is uh, I used to have a blog that was mainly geared towards my writing, horror writing. So, but I've revitalized that, got it back up, and have rededicated it to RPG uh, type stuff. And so, I'm just trying to about every Friday-ish, trying to release something new that I've kind of just been thinking on or working on. The main thing has been uh, Call of Cthulhu, which is Iron Dynasty is only uh, a Japanese feudal era J- Japan setting, but I wanted to include that into kind of a feng shui style of uh, savage worlds pulp kung fu you know so that's what i've kind of been concentrating on for since ever since Genghis Khan, uh, pretty much yeah well so we'll pick your brains on kung fu but before that the uh drop the name of your the address for your of your blog so people can look it up while they're listening to the podcast so it's uh it's um it's called visions of the dark because I was for horror writing uh, when I dubbed it, you know, that name. But you can just Google Visions of the Dark and David Garrett and you'll get right to it. So that's the easiest way. Yeah, and you, 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 uh, you post uh, some of that stuff over to, to G+, right, too? Yeah, so every time I, I put something up there, I try to do it on a Friday. I don't always hit that target, but I'm trying to release something every Friday. Uh, when I put it up there, I'll uh, go out to the Facebook. Uh, Savage Worlds page and then Google Plus a couple of pages there and just say hey uh, new content up and kind of describe what it is and it gets it gets pretty good uh, hits on that. Nice. So the uh, yeah. So tell us about Kung Thulu. Basically, uh, you know the the concept behind it and the uh, what you've been. You know, I've been seeing you pushing some stuff out for recently online. So give us the rundown. So the idea kind of came up with, uh, for Call of Cthulhu, came from, as I was saying, was, uh, I really like Sean Preston's stuff he's put out in the past. And when I was at Genghis Khan, I was talking to uh, um, Ed Wetterman and Norm Hensley about some ideas. And Norm, I think, was the one who told me that, yeah, Sean doesn't, he hasn't really been adding any more content onto those 
uh, things he's released, which were Iron Dynasty and Realms of Cthulhu, are the two big ones that most savages would recognize. And I was like, man, that's unfortunate because I really like Iron Dynasty, and I've been, you know, kind of coming up with a Chinese version of the Japanese you know, version of Iron Dynasty. And I was like, I just had, but it's such a cool thing he did with it, but he didn't expand it beyond Japan. You know, it's a, uh, not Japan, but it's obviously a counterpart to feudal Japan. Yeah. So that was one of the, the first idea. settings that I ever played. Actually, the, uh, my friend Todd Higman was running, um, we just got into Savage Worlds years ago. He, he picked up that book and he, he likes the miniatures role playing. And, uh, Brian McCabe and I and, and Todd, we're, uh, we came off a Mech Warrior campaign, and we're like, well, we could try this in Savage Worlds with, like, Bamboo Mecha. And uh, that's, like, the coolest idea. Like, Samurai running around in Bamboo Mecha. It's just, like, that's just so cool. Yeah. That I is pretty that. awesome. That's Iron Dynasty It's really cool with some of the uh, weird science stuff. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about it, too, is the, the mechs and things like that. It's just, it's just a cool idea. Um, and he did a really good job. I mean, it's a lot. You get your money's worth when you get either one of those realms. Of Cthulhu. And, you know, Realms of Cthulhu is just very, really like a Call of Cthulhu version for Savage Worlds. It's very kind of pulpy 30s, um, you know, like Call of, Call of Cthulhu started out as just an investigator type game like that. But I thought it would be cool to mix the two together and have, because what you have to make your bestiary. And so I started looking through all this Chinese mythology, you know, stuff for beasts, and there's some cool stuff, but it wasn't robust enough that I felt. So I was like, what would be a way to just plus this up with a huge bestiary and realms of Cthulhu if you just take the bestiary from that? So I thought it it, was, it creates a cool image. You know, you have like Shaolin monks using kind of like Avatar, the last airbender style elemental magic against Cthulhu monsters. So I just started turning out ideas and writing it down and typing it up and and testing out some of the. I've ran several sessions of it, just testing out ideas. So nice. The uh, yeah, well, definitely. Are you going to roll it out for TactCon later this year? Yes, that's the idea. Is to that'll definitely be one. Of, so and then now, what Chris uh, Fox was saying earlier is about um, the old Dean. So what I did was I took. Um, against the Giants, the G-Series modules, and the Vault of the Drove, the all three D-Series modules, and converted all of those to Savage Worlds, science, uh, the um, fantasy companion, kind of like a, that. But I really did it with Call of Cthulhu in mind, so that what you have is uh, you can go into the Underdark and go through uh, like a dungeon crawl with your characters and so that took a lot of work and a lot of research but i was really happy with the result of that so i thought at tacticon what i would do is have you know when people get there that sign up for the game i'll just say hey which one do you want to do you just pick an error throughout this campaign after i kind of explain it where, where do you want to jump ahead to in the campaign and start playing do you want to go right into the vault of the drone do you want to go you know just throw out a few options and just jump right into it Nice. The well, I don't know. We've talked to you since uh, since uh, post Genghis. What did you think of uh, your first convention with the Rocky Mountain Savages? Oh man, that I I had such a blast at Genghis Khan. It was it was awesome. Um, I mean, just right off the bat, you know, 
we did the podcast, uh, the last one, and I had never met you guys until right around Genghis. So uh, I came over, you guys were uh, getting prepped for it, and we met. And then uh, at Genghis, right off the bat, you introduced me to Ed Wetterman and Norm Hensley, and I sat in Ed's game with Norm, me and him playing in Ed's game. And, and they're just, it was it was awesome. Those guys are so cool. You guys were so cool. Y'all did a great job at putting it together, and we just had a blast. Yeah, I tell you, what, Norm Hensley is—he's uh, awesome to play games with. That guy is—is is a great role player. Lots of fun. Oh yeah, we had fun, and Ed was—he's a good GM. And then uh, it was cool to go right into you did the charity game where Chris, you, uh, Chris Fox, you sat in on that game that was ran by Ed and. Uh, you know, you had Nor or you had Shane uh, Hensley sitting in on that game. So I was just sitting there on the sidelines watching that, like this is so freaking cool. <laughs> and yeah, and Sean, Sean Patrick Fannin dressed uh, yeah, very Patrick interestingly. Fannin. Oh, he yeah. went all out. He, I've he never, was cheerleading. He that was game. he was a cheerleader, Literally, and he like had the yeah, and first, makeup and of, of him was him wearing a dress. So that's. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting game. What 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 happened with that game is is uh, like David said, it was all for charity, and people were buying, uh, basically buying themselves bennies, and were spending X number of bennies. They would they would uh, pull at a side, and they would they had have a little confab off to the side and and say what they wanted to do. Uh, either have the characters do or do to the characters, and Ed would say, "Okay, I'll do that for for five bennies," and that was five bucks. So it, yeah, was, it was it was kind a of a cool idea, idea to raise money because it, it got the audience to participate in influencing the game while it was raising money. It was just a great idea. That was so awesome. Yeah, the uh, definitely something we should make a you know kind of a perennial part of our uh, our savage offerings here. The um, yeah, we, we we had an awesome Genghis, and here's here's the crazy news: like this next Tacticon, and we'll 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 give Matt Rouse a call. Uh, he's the guy who owns the cons. Uh, and have him fill us in on the dates and time stuff. But we are going to do a Savage 100 for Tacticon. We've done one for Genghis, and uh, but now they've moved Tacticon off of Labor Day weekend. So we think we'll have access to more of our GMs who normally kind of head to the mountains for that weekend. And it'll be I think it's the last weekend in September. And uh, the uh, we're going for a Savage 100. So actually, the, the crazy thing is game submissions are already open, and we already have like I think Neil Hyde, one of our perennial master GMs, has already submitted games. Oh, has uh, he? Yeah, for Tacticon. But we'll give Matt a call and let him fill us in on, on when and where. But the uh, for all the listeners out there, like if you guys want to come and be part of the awesomeness that is the Rocky Mountain Savages, Tacticon 2017 is the place to do it. We are going to, I think we're going to do, kind of honor the uh, maybe Deadlands for our guests. We haven't, haven't, haven't you know, solidified the guest list yet, but uh, there's a you know, 20th anniversary for Deadlands. Yeah, yeah, this year. So it'd be kind of cool to, to see if we could get uh, uh, some Deadlands folks to get out here to Colorado. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we always get, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Shane comes out almost all the time, uh, you know, even on his own dimes, which is awesome. And, uh, one of these times I have to bring back, uh, Norm Hensley to come run some games for us was he, he was out for Tacticon on the panels and, um, you know, Chris Fox, uh, Norm, uh, Shane and a couple of our GMs, uh, Ron and Camden. Yeah. Ron Riggenbach and Camden, Wright Uh, put together a pretty awesome, uh, GM panel on how to you know uh, raise your raise the bar of your GMing, and uh, we'll actually be bringing that to you probably in podcast form sometime this year. And then we have video. Let's see if the video turned out. 
uh, Pinnacle might release that as well. So yeah, I think that's the plan. I think I think Shane wants to put that up on the site uh, as, as an audio recording and as the uh, put the video up there. So yeah, that's something something that's in the works. So you know the video and stuff is out there, but we just we need to you know get it uh, to the right people to do some editing and and things like that, and you know we'll be ready to go with it. So look for that. Uh, no time frame. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pull. A, I'm gonna pull a, a Shane and, and a Clint Black. We're not gonna put a time frame on anything, uh, but yeah, we, eventually we learned, we learned our lesson pretty well on that. Like promising we're gonna be putting out a podcast once a month, and then uh, you know, this year's been an interesting year for both of us. But yeah, the, uh, we got a lot of cool projects in in the pipeline, but also you know some some personal setbacks. And, I feel like an MMA fighter who just is continually getting pummeled in the face, and so I've got to get over. I've got to get over this pummeling and, and get some things. Uh, straightened out and you know then we'll we'll get back on more of a uh, continuous uh schedule but you know people out there they i appreciate everybody uh who sends us messages on on facebook and on g plus saying you know uh, we're, we're still here we're listening we love we like the show we can't wait for you guys to put out another show so uh just everybody you and, know, and if uh you know life gets in the way and it's not really generating uh, a huge income to do podcasts as a living. So, but if there's a patron out there who wants to donate, you know, half a million dollars to, uh, to uh, our lives, we'd yeah. be happy to release a podcast. We won't week. turn it down. No, we, no, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we would do, we would do even more than one a month. So, uh, yeah, I mean, well, that, that's well, something the, that, the best uh, part of it is like, we're, we're not, we're not, on the, we're not on the decline. I mean, it's actually because there's so much on our, on our plates that, that getting around to the podcast has been, you know, kind of on the back burner because we've got, you know, literally hundreds of savages here. We have to service in a good way. Um, <laughs> you know, put on the, the, the two largest conventions, and those are both going awesome. I mean, Genghis Khan was epic, and, and the fact that we're going to go to a hundred game or more Tacticon um, has been a lot of work. And I've been doing the RPG coordination for both of those, not just Savage Worlds, but you know, all RPGs in general. And uh, not to pat myself on the back too loudly because it'll you know pop on the microphone, but the uh, we had more generic RPGs, so like non Savage Worlds, non D and D, non Pathfinder, um, at this last Genghis Khan than we've ever had before. I have almost uh, I don't know, 60, 70 games, and we're going to shoot for a hundred for the next convention as well. So, you know, kind of the, the success of Savage Worlds here has helped you know raise this. What the rising tide raises all ships. The uh, you know a lot of good RPGness is going on in Colorado. Yeah, we're getting getting a lot more games out there. So the I mean yeah we're already like way beyond the savage offerings for even Gen Con. So it's kind of like what's the, what's next right like what's the what's the next bar we can raise? So the um, yeah we'll, we'll definitely if you guys want to come out and like actually experience Savage Worlds ness the greatest Savage Worlds in the world the um, yeah plan to come out and visit us like we will try to help you guys out you know hooking up with other savages from around the country to share hotel rooms or whatever. Um, but I mean, we've brought in so many cool people recently and we definitely want to have a lot more of them back out in large groups and, uh, kind of the more presence we bring to the convention, the more the convention can do for us to, you know, accommodate. But I mean, this last convention we had, you know, uh, you know, just even off the books, like savage guests that were, they're just awesome. And, um, yeah, we would definitely want to bring back out Carl Kiesler, for a Genghis Khan because he was awesome at the last Tacticon. And um, we definitely want to bring back out Norm. Norm was hilarious. Uh, he was great during the, the panel, and uh, we didn't, you know, didn't get a chance to have him run games for us. But uh, I, I imagine that would be epic to have him run some games for us. 
And, yeah, and he uh, said he would come back. He said he would he would love to come back, and and that's exactly what I told him uh, the last day. You know, as as they were getting ready to head to the airport, I was saying bye to everybody, and I'm like, well, next time you come out, guess what? <laughs> you got to run. He's like, I'd be happy to come out and run games. Yeah, you know, and you know, just people like me having Ed Wetterman back out. I mean, I played in two of his games, and they were just fantastic. The uh, one of them was a uh, ETU. Uh, game that was uh, a blast. I uh, I think I played the cheerleader in that game, and um, I didn't I didn't go full Sean Patrick fan, and I didn't have the the mascara and the uh, lipstick. The lipstick <laughs> but and 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 oh wait, how can we? How can I say lady parts? Well, I have the man boobs, so right? So you can, you have that covered, right? Yeah, at least, <laughs> you've got that. At least covered. Some of the lady parts are good. The um, I, and I did keep them covered because you know no one wants to see that in public. But um, it was actually fun. Like the, we did the. Uh, Ed makes you do the the Ravens fight song to start the the session. Yep, hands and, that out. Uh, so I, I did it in my best cheerleader cheerleader ease, and um, we actually that was it was funny that was that was like Savage Saturday night, and so the um, we we so over stuffed that hotel. We're kind of like the last time we were in that hotel, and we lost a bunch of the annex space we used to have with which was like all private rooms and just deluxe. Uh, but the, the hotel sold that property off, and so we were we were in kind of you know um, a very small space, yeah. crunching all these people in to do our Savage Saturday Night uh, giveaways and things. Yeah, so we were you know we were definitely squeezing maximum capacity into that hotel, and so for Saturday Night with Ed's game, we kind of snuck over into the miniatures room. And um, one, because they had a door that led to the outside and it was like instant air conditioning. But two, because there were a couple of extra miniatures tables and there were like no extra RPG tables. So we were actually in the miniatures room with all these like serious war gamers um, doing the, the ETU fight song, which is just hilarious. So I we, bet you they loved that. They did. They did. They, they applauded. And um, but it was actually it was kind of cool. The, the theme of I don't want to ruin too much because you guys might be able to play this. And I think he's releasing it. But it's kind of a... Um, a uh, Wizard of Oz horror themed game. Oh, nice! And, I didn't uh, get to play in that one. Yeah, it was fun. The uh, I actually like Ed said that the, the he's had some people do a lot of crazy stuff, but um, to date, the the our group did the craziest stuff, and we actually succeeded at the end. Um, not and mostly because I think my character was like the only one, or maybe there's one other character who survived it. Um, it was definitely high horror, but um, I had a, a brilliant little idea. Uh, on how to kill uh, all of the the Dorothy and her friends uh, demons, um, and it just worked out nicely. The um, we were it was in a movie theater, and uh, they kind of come out of the screen like they're they're doing they're doing like the I don't know it was, how spoilers. Old I know, right? Like I should, I shouldn't spoil. Anyways, it was a lot of fun. Like lots of things got electrocuted, and uh, it was epic. And um, but the yeah the dice were in my favor that game. And uh, the other game that Ed did was like a, a train robbery game, but it's kind of set in the futuristic, um, uh, what was it, what was it, Sean Preston setting? Um, Agents of Oblivion? Agents of Oblivion game, yes. And um, the uh, that was fun. That was another, like, he tried to kill us all. When I was, so in between uh, sessions, I kind of, you know, was walking around just looking at, at the vendors and all this stuff, and the one thing I walk by a table and I'm looking, and the whole table is nothing but um, paraphernalia for smoking your favorite substance, and I, and I was just like, well, we are in Colorado for right. sure, and this probably right here, this table explains why the savage war, the savage games of the Rocky Mountain Savages are the best. 
<laughs> the, the Rocky Mountain savages do not promote any type of drug use. No, at I, it all. was just a hypothesis. It's just a hypothesis. There's no truth or you know research or anything. I just was like, huh. This probably explains why the games are better. The Rocky Mountain High better. savages. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, we really can't say we don't promote drug use because we do officially have Friday night bar fights at the convention. And then this this next convention, we're actually expanding that out to Thursday night, you meet in a tavern. And then Saturday night, one shots for like shots, 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 yeah. shots. And uh, our Friday night, the Friday night bar fight this time, I, I was uh, actually in the middle of a, I was either running or playing a game. But the one thing I found out, and I, know, I don't know if they did this last time, so I put this out there to people who go to conventions, talk to your uh, convention organizers. The Friday night bar fight, one of the games Instead of bennies, they had shots. Yeah, yeah. So right, anytime you wanted to spend a benny, you had to take a shot. Uh, I, we I, should I, add this is there's many of these people participating in this for staying at the hotel. So oh yeah, no, you know, yeah. I think the, fun. I mean, it's good fun, and people can just go back to their room, and it makes the next day start a little bit later. Because I know Chris Fox, you were a little sluggish that morning on Saturday morning. Yeah, and I didn't even play in it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we always have a, we we always have we always have a good time at the bar on uh, on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, they a uh, uh, couple conventions ago, they tried to they, <laughs> random story for Savage Cast, but they uh, we got there and they tried to close the bar at like ten o'clock on a Friday night. Shane was there and a couple other uh, Savage Worlds folks. I don't remember who, maybe Clint Black. That was when they were there, and uh, <laughs> we basically told the bartender that uh, that was a really big mistake because. Uh, our games ended at 11, and there was going to be a horde of folks coming up to the bar. Uh, so he ended up actually going, talking to management, and I think they kept it open till 1 o'clock. Yeah, And uh, that hasn't happened since. They always keep the bar open for us. So, uh, And uh, well, God, we, the Savages, we shut that thing down. Oh, yeah, we, we, Almost we keep every, draining their, their cider keg every year. Like, they need to order more kegs of cider because we just... Yeah, and they still haven't learned. They still have not learned... Get more Angry Orchard because that's what we're going to be drinking. Yeah, yeah they'll, 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 you know, that's the thing. We finally get this one hotel like whipped into shape, and now we're moving hotels. So, the, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see the, be, the, 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 the 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 bars at one of the potential places for next Genghis. Um, amazing new hotel. Hopefully, they land it. Um, the bar space is pretty epic. Is like, it? We could do a whole, whole convention at the bar. I mean, so like, for the, obviously you guys, like, you know, in the context of people who uh, haven't joined us for Genghis for Tacticon, the, um, the, in the hotel space, like, we put gaming tables in, like, right next to the bar space and, and also in the bar. But the, usually the bar tables are kind of like four-person tables. And so, the, uh, yeah, you can drink and play games at the same time, which is a fantastic innovation in gaming. Yeah, I haven't seen, uh, haven't, haven't seen many, uh, haven't seen many, uh, Many uh, conventions do that. A lot of conventions will tell you, you know, no, uh, no drinking on the gaming floor. Well, psh, we threw that out. We'll just go up to the bar and play in the bar. Well, and surprisingly, like, I mean, Colorado is a pretty chill, laid back place. We've never had a problem with drinking and gaming at the same time. Like, no, we haven't. Know, it's not kind of like some of the other conventions you hear about where, like, you know, certain people well, are. Well, you know, I, honestly, I think that because you said this before, uh, Chris Lando, you said that, you know, like, when you try to get a game at a game store going, it usually quickly will morph into going into somebody's private home. You know, the game will move to a private because people start to get along and they want to 
they want to be more laid back. They want to play in a comfortable environment where they're probably drinking a few beers or role playing and or eating food. Yeah, bringing pizza in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. I agree completely. Yeah, I agree uh, completely. So yeah, our cons, uh, our cons are, uh, are are pretty good. I know, uh, I know. Sometimes uh, you know, talking about the Colorado cons, we have uh, people who listen all over the place. But I, I think our key here in talking about the Colorado cons is uh, we want you to come out here and join us. You know, uh, that's why we put yeah, the, we, we put the, we so put, much fun. I mean, and, and it's, I think it speaks a lot that you have so many prominent people in the Savage community, like you know. Sean Patrick Bannon and Shane Hensley coming to Genghis Khan, and, you know, their time is valuable, and to get them to come to a con, it, it means that that con is probably means a lot to them, too, you know. So it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, well, and, the, and the more of you guys out there in, in listener land that can come, like the, we have a, just a huge backlog of people that we'd love to bring out. Uh, and just, you know, our, our resources to do actual like paid guests or, you know, comp hotel room stuff is just, you know, very, very limited. But I mean, like, you know, the other guys, the other podcasts out there, the wild die, um, and such like they, they want to come out you know, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, savages we, we meet only online, uh, that, you know, really want to make it out one of these years, they always say. And, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, we, we help out as, as, uh, you know, as many as we can to come out, uh, you know, broaden our own horizons and you know, kind of build the savage global community but the uh, yeah the more you guys that come out like if you guys want to do you know savage road trip it's worth it's worth coming i mean we got four days of gaming and uh you know any any way we can get more savages out here i mean we had people we had new new gamers from vermont um new hampshire uh california uh, texas new mexico uh, wyoming um, she has to go there far. Well, Carl was from Florida. Florida, yeah. We had a lot of people, and I think um, you know. I know moving it off of of Labor Day weekend. I know some people are are not so sure how that's going to work, but moving it off of Labor Day weekend, I know a lot of conventions uh, are s- still happening over Labor Day weekend. I know there's a couple in California, and I know a few guys from California who you know said, have said they've wanted to come out here before. Uh, Jib from Happy Jack's RPG podcast uh, and the uh, Wednesday night GM hangout. Uh, you know, he he always does the Labor Day con in L.A. I don't even I'm not sure what it's called. It's either. I, 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 I think that having it in Denver is really good because it is a hub, you know, um, you can usually find a flight pretty cheap to get you to Denver. Yeah, easy to get um, to. Yeah, but so, sometimes the airlines, you know, kick your ass if you can make it off the plane. Wasn't isn't Dragon Con also on that weekend? So that was kind of like why uh, the Clint and Jody Black when we had them out. Right. Um, yeah, I think Dragon Con is that same weekend. So yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot that goes on Labor Day weekend. It's you know a lot of times it's uh, last hurrah for summer. You know, before kids go back to school and things like that, or uh, a lot of people are, are trying to take those last vacations, things like that. So I think moving into that last weekend in September, you know, might help things out a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll get we'll get Matt on the phone later to give you guys the rundown on the exact dates, times, and uh, how to reserve. But I think Tabletop Events is the uh, the website. Yeah, Tabletop Dot Events. Yeah, Tabletop Dot Events, and it's already on there. Um, and you guys can submit games if you run. Um, three games or 12 hours. You can split it up into different, you know, you can do smaller, fewer hours, but more games. But if you run 12 hours of content, your badge is free, people. Like, free badge, 12 hours of content. And, um, yeah, come play with us. So the, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I need to get going, uh, you guys, but, uh, sorry. Um, 
we're truly coming from across the Rockies because right now I'm over on the western slope and you guys are back over on the eastern side. So we're spanning the Rockies for real. Yeah, we're the Rocky but, Mountain Savages for a reason. Yes, we, we are. We, we, take this, we take our rock formation seriously. <laughs> well, well, thanks, David, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, so you guys are going to talk about now the upcoming Kickstarter, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Savage, right. Savage Mommy and I got projects in the works. Oh. All right, so I'm going to jump off of here, and uh, then I'll get back to you guys later on, okay? Cool. All take right. it easy, David. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks man. for joining us. All right, man. Later. Bye. Adios. So, on the phone, we have Matthew Rowles, owner of Genghis Khan and Tacticon, to give us the lowdown, quick and dirty, on Tacticon 2017. So, Matt, when, where, why? All right. So, we have moved away from our traditional dates, which is normally uh, over Labor Day weekend. However, this year, we wanted to go ahead and let everybody enjoy their Labor Day. So, we are going to go to September 28th through October 1st at the Crown Plaza Denver International Airport, located in Aurora, Colorado. We are going to have over 35,000 square feet of just gaming space, which is a huge expansion, allowing us to have even more RPG, board game, and miniature tables. Uh, from what I understand, Landauer, you guys are going to go try for a Savage 100 at Tacticon, the first time you guys have ever attempted one. Is that correct? Savages! Yes. That's right. We're going to go for it. We are also going to have a ton of other great stuff. Wizards Chess has just signed on to go ahead and do a bunch of demos of board games coming straight from Gen Con. We will also be having Gamers Haven return to take care of miniatures. And, of course, we're going to have great RPGs from both Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, Savage Worlds. And last time at Genghis Khan, we had over 50 different new independent RPG games. And hopefully we're going to see that trend continue. So there's going to be lots of great stuff. There is no reason you should miss Tacticon. We are going to be bigger and better because at this time, we are also going to have Rocky Mountain Con going on. So we're going to have great celebrities, a huge dealer's room, also a live arcade and other cool prizes given away from a ton of different companies. So we are going to have a lot for you to do over the next four days in September 28th through October 1st down at the Crown Plaza. Yeah, and if, if anybody was listening, he said Crown Plaza DIA, Denver International Airport. So you fly into the airport, it's not going to take you very long to get to the hotel. Yeah, we like to go ahead and keep us close, but there's going to be lots of great stuff. In fact, I'm sure you're going to be all jazzed up because we're going to go ahead and make sure that on Thursday, we're going to have a nice introduction to gaming panel going on so that all our new people can learn all about gaming so they can learn about it and then enjoy it throughout the weekend. Yep. Yeah, so here we have like representatives from all of the major, you know, D and D, Savage Worlds, Pathfinder, and some independents, and kind of, you know, any games that are still uh, available for sale. That you know, you can pitch and sign up after you hear what's available for the weekend, and the uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have some uh, 
new people like Brian McCabe, oh. I know, did at our last convention ran some, um, or last Tacticon ran a cool number of games where like this game is for new people who've never played before. And, uh, yeah, training wheels game. Yeah, and uh, those went off really well. So hopefully he will do that, and uh, we'll get some other GMs to, to do that. The uh, GM policy is as good as it has always been. Run 12 hours of content, which is normally three, four-hour slots, and you get your badge for free. Or uh, if uh, you're on a trusted GM list, and if not, we'll get you um, comped, re-comped, re uncomped, re reimbursed. Reimbursed. Re I think that's the word you're looking for, right? reimbursed. There's a word. And um, it's Saturday morning, people. The uh, brain hasn't quite kicked in yet, but the, yeah, we'll get you reimbursed uh, if you um, you know buy a buy a, a badge and then come and run games. Uh, you know, after after twelve hours, uh, you can get your money back. And um, so yeah, there's like really no reason not to come to play to run. And then um, you know, like some people, some of the some of the doubters who were kind of thinking that the uh, these cons were were uh, going the wrong direction, were like, oh my god, they're they're replacing gaming with cosplay. Well, I can tell you for sure, over the last, what, two years we've been working together, there's been more games of every stripe, uh, definitely more RPGs, uh, more gaming space devoted to RPGs, more gaming guests for RPGs than there ever has been before. And this is kind of just the next step in that. Like, not only um, are we going to still have all of the other elements like cosplay and, you know, a giant dealer's room and um, what video gaming. Um, but th those are all going to be in their own area of the hotel. So we're not even, not only are we going to not have less space, we're not even competing for space with all of the pop culture con stuff, but your one ticket in the door gets you into both conventions, right? Yep, that is correct. Not only do you get to see the cool celebrities from a Rocky Mountain con, but also you get to go ahead and wander throughout the entire hotel. We will be directly on the hotel side. The cool part is if you go ahead and get yourself a hotel room at the Crown Plaza DIA, as soon as you walk out the door from your hotel room there, you will be on the gaming floor space. So really easy for you. Of course, we're going to have a great time. We've already warned the hotel to make sure they have plenty of cider on hand. By the way, <laughs> congratulations to all our Genghis Khan people. Four and a half cakes of sire over four days <laughs> all right our champions yeah well, and we're definitely going to break that record this year because not only are we having friday night bar fight but we're going to do a D D fantasy themed thursday night you meet in a tavern and then saturday is just kind of going balls to the wall with saturday night one shots where you know we're not we're not not going to just accept you know watered down beer you know we're going for shots and uh, so that should be some, some fun alcohol-fueled gaming in the hotel bar. Oh, yes. So we're going to have tons of fun. Uh, we are all very excited. I am very excited. And, of course, I am always ready to go ahead and have great Savage Worlds uh, content going on. We are going to be working hard to go ahead and make sure that we get some great Savage Worlds guests in there. And I know Mr. Fox there is going to go ahead and help us to that end. Yep. Do what I can. So, uh, beyond that, uh, like I said, come on down September 28th through October 1st, DIA Crown Plaza. And, of course, stay tuned to our website, coloradogaming.net, as we update you on all the cool things that will be happening throughout the weekend. And submissions are already open, correct, at tabletop.events? Correct. Excellent. So, yes, yeah, so if you want to come and run, you can submit games today. In fact, I, uh, we already have 25 games, and we have only been open for about two weeks so oh, that's fantastic to do. excellent well, excellent well thank you so much all right well thank you so much fox landauer 
And, of course, to all our Savage World listeners, I hope to see you in Denver in September. Excellent. All right. Thanks. Savages News. Savages. Hey, guys. We wanted to give you a quick note on the end of this current podcast that our Kickstarter for Buccaneer Hell and High Water has 100% funded on Kickstarter. So search for us there if you guys like to hop aboard and join the crew. Our current level of funding is $9,500 with 265 backers. And we've got some really cool stretch goals on the horizon if you guys want to hop aboard. Yeah, if you're interested too, we just recently did a extended interview on the Wild Eye podcast. So if you're interested, you can, I'm sure, find them on iTunes or go to thewildeye.podbean.com. Uh, a little over an hour conversation that we had, and we gave a lot of good information about the setting, uh, some of the new rules, things like that that we're going to have. So if you need... Uh, to know what's going on. You're on the fence about backing us. You just want more information. Go ahead and go over there uh, and listen to listen to that show. I just felt like we don't need to do an entire show on this when we already have one. Yeah, and we gave, you, uh, we gave them some really good exclusives that we haven't even um, announced on the Kickstarter page yet. But the uh, some of the upcoming goals, stretch marks on the Kickstarter... Uh, first stretch marks is stretch marks. Is, is is the it's like birthing is the pain, Kickstarter right? pregnant. The uh, well, this is like our first child. We're pushing it out. And I guess that's stretch true. Marks, right? The um, stretch goals you mean? <laughs> so soon to be giving birth to triplets, a three-part adventure, Tales of the Blackhearted, which Brett Wang and Chris Fox wrote together and ran to much acclaim at the local Denver conventions. Yeah, and then we have uh, the next one after that is 10 One Sheet Adventures. Decks of cards. With oh, the yeah, and we've got the two decks of cards uh, with our original artwork, uh, mostly by uh, Rick Hershey. And then after that, we've got a ship map um, from Fabled Environments, our partner on the project. And something very exciting just happened today. Uh, we just commissioned Carl Kiesler to do both our character sheet and what we're going to call our ship manifest, uh, which is going to be our ship character sheet. Uh, we talked a little bit on the wild dive. We'll just bring this up really, really fast that we're treat, we're creating or we're treating ships. Boy, we're doing good. Uh, we're, we're well, treating, we're treating arr. ships as characters. So they're actually going to have their own manifest. Uh, and, uh, we, we've just recently started playtesting this and it went really well. Yeah, and some things that were in negotiations. Brett is currently talking business on improving the bennies we have for offers. So at, at no extra cost, uh, we've got some improved bennies that we just got some samples of. And, Here, uh, show them to the show them yes. to the people listening to the podcast. <laughs> Listen to those gorgeous bennies. Can you can you hear them? Yeah, they're nice and heavy and thick. Um, even thicker than a quarter, I think. I mean, well, thicker than a quarter. And they're actually a little bigger than a quarter, and they're definitely thicker than a quarter. And uh, so a much, a much nicer improvement over the current bennies we have for offer. And then uh, possibly some more adventures written by some Savage Worlds names you might have heard of before. So um, we've got a lot of exciting things on the horizon for the Kickstarter. So thank you guys for all the support you've given us so far. It's awesome that we funded so quickly. And, yeah, uh, two and a half days. I don't know if we said that when we started, but yeah, we, we ended up funding in two and a half days. I don't think that any of us really would have thought that that was going to happen. And even cooler, we're going to be happy to meet some of you guys we haven't met before when you come out to Denver to play in the still a few seats available, um, but mostly filled up, 
special event games for Genghis Khan 2017, where Savage Mommy and I will be running some custom adventures for you guys, along with some pretty cool pirate swag. So thanks again to everyone, and those of you who haven't gone out, go to Kickstarter, take a look for Buccaneer Through Hell and High Water, and uh, if we, if you want to pledge your support, uh, we would be forever grateful. Arr! Arr! Done. Well, that kind of wraps it up for uh, the Savage cast for you guys. So um, we'll see you when we see you. We're definitely um, planning on getting uh, a little bit more active now that we've got uh, the springtime coming up and we don't have to worry about killing ourselves driving on dangerous Colorado highways during the snowstorms. But the uh, we will see you guys as soon as we get you. Yeah. And, so again, uh, you can contact us on Facebook. You can contact us on Google+. You can send us emails to uproar at savagecast.com you can subscribe to the show on itunes leave us a five-star review we love five-star reviews so without uh, any further ado thanks a lot for listening and uh, we'll see you back when we see you back savages